Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 58. Super excited with this episode. I am actually in person with Stacy. We're in her new condo, which we moved into over the weekend. So she helped, I helped her move in, and she's fully settled. So we're in a new vibration, new energy. This is the first podcast we're going to record from this location. So excited to get this episode going. But before we go there, I'd love to introduce my co-host, the amazing, the beautiful, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, now published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, over to you. <laughs> I just, how do you even follow that? You know, I think every time I'm like, do I do a cartwheel across the room? Like, how do I, like, what? Do it. <laughs> um do it then i then i'll record it and put it on instagram for for our listeners right you know there's space to do cartwheels in my new condo friends i'm really excited that we are here in this space and get to talk about a topic that feels very um well-timed um i'm stacy i'm um an intuitive i am an akashic record reader I am a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and a passionate podcaster and a newly published author. So I have some exciting things in my toolbox that I've been working on for quite a while and now get to do this work every day. It's really cool. I'm excited to be here with you, Nims. Yay, that's beautiful. And I'm excited to be here with you too, the new vibration um you moved into the new new condo really really feel the energy feels really good so i'm excited to see what the future holds for you and hi everybody i'm nims nimesh i am also a spiritual coach and mentor and a kashi record reader and a kashi trainer as well as a podcast host and creator and um i love love we love doing this podcast we get so many messages on a weekly basis just yeah so beautiful this space and to actually record in person I've done a couple of these before when I'm on my last visit but this is a brand new so I'm excited to see what what this episode holds well can I add to this though that we just did a little digging and you reported to me that we have there had we have had 30,000 unique listeners how incredible is that I know it's cool right we get touching so many unique souls and we just love giving back in this I mean you, you can hear us in each episode, and if this is your first one, welcome. But really, our objective in this episode is just to share a message, channel a message. We don't do a lot of preparation. We sit and we know what the topic's going to be. We, we pick topics out for three months ahead, at least, with some um, guests, etc. And we just jump in. So whatever's meant to come through is meant to come through. I really do feel there's a changing energy around us, and we'll talk a bit more about that in a second. But some of our episodes, I'd love to start off with just talking about how important it is for us to shine our light on ourselves first. When we do that, we get to shine our light even brighter to everyone else. So Stace, as we begin this episode, I'd love to know, what have you done today to shine a light on you? Okay, so I would say this thing made me feel better, but I I don't think that I was aware that I was doing it for me because I was thinking about who I was going to see today on camera. Um, But I did my makeup. And friends, that probably sounds really silly, but in the process of moving, I was like surviving, 
you know, and I was like getting up and putting sweatpants on and put throwing a hat on my head and not practicing much self-care because I was just desperate to get through these couple of days. Actually, it's been a couple of weeks and I got up this morning and intentionally took some time for myself before I woke my daughter up and got her ready for school. And as I was doing it, I was thinking, okay, I have to be on camera today. That's why I'm going to do it. I don't, but I think that it makes me feel better when I do that process. So as silly as that sounds, that was me like practicing some self-care. That's beautiful. And I think it's kind of a good question to ask our listeners really. You know, we've suggested a lot of things on the previous episodes to kind of really lift your soul, but maybe ask yourself, what is it you do on a regular basis that truly lifts your soul? Maybe it is doing your makeup and kind of feeling good about yourself. Maybe it's, you know, going to Starbucks or whatever that looks like, right? But what is it that works for you? And honestly, what I've done, I had a quite a busy morning, um, but I did find some time for meditation, really connect with myself, and I got myself a Starbucks. And I'm sitting here drinking the Starbucks while we're recording this podcast. And um, yeah, I mean, being in this space with you, Stacey, always lifts my vibration and energy. So that's that's a good thing too. But so all about this episode. And you know, like I said, we we planned these episodes well in advance. And just by chance, this week's episode is Embracing Change. And Stace, what a divinely timed topic for you. I mean, you've just been through... They say a house move is one of the most three, one of the three most stressful things you can do in your life. And um, this is the second time you did it in nine months. And uh, it just, it was amazingly guided and amazingly blessed. You had so many amazing, loving people around you to help. But when I say to you the topic embracing change, what is, what feelings does that bring up in you? What does it mean to you? Well, so the first thing I want to say is, um, I'm thinking about like the human body and how we um, can get like a cut on our arm and it has stages of healing where that cut is first like a fresh wound, right? And then it slowly begins to heal and then it scabs over and then the scab begins to get smaller and all of a sudden you're left with a scar and the scar you can touch and you're reminded of what happened, but it doesn't, it doesn't hurt, right? And For me, um, when we're talking about like what we're about to talk about, some of it still feels like fresh wounds that I'm still healing from. Whereas when I've been talking about the book, I've been talking about things that have happened several years ago. And though we're sitting in the perfect condo for me and my daughter, um, there's still like a releasing of the past that I'm doing at the same time. So I'm in this, um, like I'm just coming out of this in between and I made the decision to do this completely on faith. Like there's not a bit of it that makes sense. I I went from like a year and a half ago doing hair in my basement and like being very quiet about who I would tell what I could do to 
making a decision to to serve people and I've had to change almost every aspect of my life yeah that's what I said like like there's not there's not one area of my life that looks like it it did yeah and that's why this this episode embracing change you know it feels like a lot of us are coming to the end of a cycle and Stacey, you moving into, into your own condo for me is the end of a cycle, right? You've, you've been, you know, you were, you were in your marital home, decided to get a divorce. You had to find temporary location and finding something more permanent feels like the end of a cycle. I really do feel a lot of us are coming to the end of a cycle. I feel that the 2023 so far has been a continuation of 2022, lots of heavy, intense energy, um, we're recording this on March the 8th, which is the day after the full moon. And the full moon for me really has signified a, feels like what's a vibrational change that's, that's on its way. <clears throat> but change is the only constant. Change is the only constant in life. It's like, how many of us reminisce, you know, oh my God, things used to be so much better when. But sometimes you look at things with rose-tinted glasses, right? When the only thing we can change and the only thing we can truly appreciate is this moment. We know that this moment is never going to happen again. So embracing change when change is the only constant. And how many of us resist change? How many of us, you know, kind of when you think about change, it brings us, it makes us feel uncomfortable. <clears throat> but I really do feel, and maybe our listeners, you can think back over the last couple of years, how much change have you gone through? How much change have you embraced? How much change have you fought? You know, since um, the lockdown and since post-lockdown and, you know, I'm sure for a lot of us, the last year was intense, a lot of stuff that came up. And let me just ask, how have you embraced the change? And this is for our listeners. Have you have you taken time to truly integrate and ask, okay, how do I feel about the change that's gone and happened in the last 12 months? And what is it? How has it impacted me? And what is, how has it impacted my future? Because again, just take a moment and just feel the energy around you. How does it feel different from maybe 2022 or maybe January or February 2023. <clears throat> and how much are you integrating change? And um, you know, Stacey, you're one person that um, embraces change. But it's interesting, the change that you've had to deal with, apart from this move, the last maybe nine, 10 months, has almost been inevitable. I, you were faced, you knew you had to move, you need to find a place, you need to... This was the first change that actually you fully chose. So for me, this change and you picking the move to this condo was truly embracing change because you'd accepted it, you knew it was the right thing. And you, as you said earlier, it was a, it was a, it was a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first time, this year, I think you talked about a previous episode that you're going to live on your own, sure your daughter lives with you, but it is a brand new world. Mm-hmm. So... Can you talk a little bit more, more about how you've embraced change? What do you do to truly accept? Um, you know, I, I, this has been a process for me of like, like deep introspection. And there are times where 
I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. Like as I'm going through this change, like I'm just kind of riding the wave and experiencing what I need to and putting one foot in front of the other. But there, the times where I am like helping other people are the most fulfilling. So for me, I notice like we, we've talked about like clubhouse and how present we are there and like when we're not there, how that feels like something's missing. Like there's a way that we pour into people that motivates me to keep going through the change, you know? Like mm. I, I love so is that your way of embracing it? I, I would say, I would say this. I would say I <clears throat> I loved being a hairdresser from like the moment that I like experienced beauty school. I, I was gonna say the moment I put my hands in hair, but it was even before that. Um and I gave it everything I had. Like I just I gave it everything I had. I was so driven and I just poured everything into it. And then when everything happened with my son, something in me changed. And it makes me, it makes me feel like this isn't a choice. You know, like I know we say everything is a choice, but there's this like calling that that makes me feel like, okay, I have to keep going. Like it's, it's, it's this sort of choice then, right? Yeah. Choosing like that's what I, going. yeah. It's like, I'm, and that's where I'm, maybe we're going to really get into it right now. I just felt it, which is good. <laughs> we, cause we, I want to do this. Like I want to take this journey, but like, because there's part of me that feels like it's not a choice because the calling feels so strong to do this work and to create a life that allows me to do that. So what if you, connected so much and chosen to connect to who you are that allows you to connect with your calling at such a deep level that you don't think it's a choice yeah because it is a choice but it's a certain choice you know like you know like you know like you know it's what you're here to do yeah and but it's still a choice yes and I feel I feel both of those things Right. I feel it's, like it's important you realize it is a choice because we have free will. That I know. I know it's that's the thing. Like, I know it's a choice. Like, I know I made the decision to live here. I like all that stuff. I guess what I'm saying is, is there are so many divine things that keep happening to me to make me feel like, okay, I'm supposed to make this decision. I'm so, like, so I, I, there's, there's an attentiveness that I have right now to how I'm, listening and watching and, and that's the that's again the choice right how many of us are getting signals and we miss them mm -hmm. how many of us are getting signals we hear them but we decide to ignore them because we're thinking that's just me go talking mm -hmm. but the fact that you made a decision to serve and you do the self-care so you can listen to your messages all of that is a choice because mm -hmm. i believe that you know when we come down into our physical human body sure we our souls here to experience certain things that's why we have soul contracts etc but i do believe that the decisions we make in some way still influence our destiny mm -hmm. 
because if 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 our path was already laid out, why would we make any decisions? Why would we change anything? <clears throat> you just totally embrace it, right? But here's the thing: is that once we accept that we get to choose, because how many of us feel like we're backed up into a corner where we have no choice? Maybe to stay in an environment that doesn't serve us. Maybe to to not make changes because you know for whatever reason. Yeah. But what if embracing change is is just taking that leap of faith? And again, I get I make it sound easy sometimes with the way I say things, but it's a choice. And that's, I mean, you say you you were in a in a marriage, um, living in your dream home, kind of. Out from the outside world, you know, everyone probably thought you had the perfect life, right? You, you, you were a hairdresser. You were doing really well with the hair. You were kind of popular. Um, but something inside you knew that you had to change, and that started a roller coaster of change. So, what made you embrace that change at the time? You were. Like I said, you were in a, you were married for X number of years. You were living in a comfortable home, financially secure. I felt like I was dying. I mean, I really, I remember the sensation. I remember like the moment that I finally said it, like I said to him, like, if I stay in this marriage, this is going to kill me. And I'm not saying anything about him. I want to be really clear. I am not saying anything about him. I've always felt safe with him. <clears throat> He's a wonderful person. The dynamic was not healthy. And I and and it, it it wasn't abusive. It was nothing like that. It just wasn't healthy. It wasn't loving. It wasn't kind. It wasn't unconditional. And I got to a point where I was like I was really taking it out on myself. I really was. And I and I, I got tired of doing that. So let me ask, before your first trip, trip to London, do you know there's something not right? I don't think I consciously did. I, I don't. I, I think that I... I, I think I was on a quest to find myself. Like, I think at that point it was like, okay, I, I had hit rock bottom at that point. Like for me, as far as like where I was with like my son and everything, I just was at a place where like, I really was on a deep journey of self-love and like self-acceptance. And I'm still on that journey, but I, um, I wasn't thinking about anybody else because I had been thinking about everybody else for a really long time. And I knew that the only thing that I had control of at that point was me. And so I just started taking control in that if, if I, if there was something that I felt drawn to do, I wanted to do it. I would say, I don't even look back and, think that I knew that I don't even think that I knew that our relationship was as unhealthy as it was until recently 
And I think you uncover that in layers, you know? So like, as you're making changes, yeah, it's like, as you're making changes, you're also trying to make peace with the past and close that out. And like, you know, you have to unpack it, but at the same time, like there's been so much change happening and so much grieving happening at the same time that it's been a, it's been a really interesting season. Like there are days where I'm like, so proud of myself, right. Where I'm just like, wow, Stacey, like you, you, you've, you've done it. Like you, you're, you're really doing this. And then there are other days where I'm like, oh shit, like I'm doing this. Like what, what, what if, what if, what if? So the, this, the interesting thing for me is I have to, I have to like set the bar, like in the sense of like, I mentor people every day. Like, so you have to be the example. Yeah. I can't play small. Like I, I can't, I can't Can I do you that. Again? Hmm. You choose. So you choose to be the mentor. Yes. And with that, there's implications. Yes. And it means that the universe is going to send you things to challenge you because you have to experience things in sometimes to then be able to. Yes. So again, it's you embracing change. Mm-hmm. And this is, I guess, this really important thing for listeners. Sometimes you feel that you don't have a choice. But you always have a choice. And if you embrace the harder things and you've done that, then be proud of yourself. Because really, I said earlier, the only, the only constant is change. And if we think about the last couple of years, so much has changed. The things that we used to ex- used to excite us doesn't excite us anymore. But many of us, many of us, I'm sure we've lost friends and things have changed. Maybe we've moved homes. But feel the energy and the vibration right now. We've been pushed to change. We've been pushed to expand. We've been pushed to embrace the new future. We've really been pushed to embrace why are we here? What are, what are our gifts? What are we meant to be doing? Why do so many of us wait until it gets so painful before we are willing to make the change? Because change is uncomfortable. And it's, it's sometimes it's not the change. It's you know what you know right now mm-hmm. and what's on the other side of change is unknown so sometimes it's better you know the saying goes it's better the devil you know right but is it if change is inevitable if change is coming what if we embrace change earlier because again the universe has a role to play the universe has a role to play to make sure that we we complete our soul contracts, our journey. So the universe is going to push us, send us messages, and the messages, as you say, get stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. And it get to a point where we push to make a decision that we don't think we have a choice. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, we do have a choice. But we wait, we wait, we wait. And it's interesting, it's a really interesting question, because you're right. In many ways, if we decide, if we, if we embrace the change earlier, life would be more ease and grace mm-hmm. in theory um but because change brings unrest and you know let's be honest maybe maybe a lot of us have change fatigue so much has changed in a short space of time it's like just give me a bit of normality we talk or joke about this sometimes right it's that 
What if we could have a bit of normal just for a little while? What if normal doesn't exist? What if the world is changing so quick that we need to accept that we're in a roller coaster, but embrace it, enjoy it? Mm -hmm. What if we could start to enjoy life and embrace the change that's coming? And that's easy to say, right? Because again, like I said earlier, change is uncomfortable. But what choice could you make today? What change could you embrace today? That if you could and you fully trusted, what impact would that have in your life? Because for all of us, we talk about it in many episodes, but our why, why we want to change is such a big part of embracing the change. Because otherwise, if we're changing just for the sake and we don't really fully embrace why we're changing, then we're not going to have the leverage to change. So it's like you agreeing and signing up to get this condo. You knew that you wanted to live a soul-centered life. And a big part of that was having a solid base that had your energy. So part of your why is, is living the best version of yourself. You've made a decision. And if you're going to follow through on that, then having an energy in a space that was yours was really important. And again, so again, asking our listeners, I think we have an episode on just finding your why, but if you're going through a lot of change right now and change is, is difficult, what is on the other side of that change? And what is your why? For everything you're doing, what is your why? And does it cause you enough emotion to really, really, truly feel passionate about it? Because that's what embracing change is. Because here's the thing, as you said earlier, if we embrace change earlier, we get to choose. Sometimes when we delay and we delay, we delay, we don't think we've got a choice because we've delayed it so long. We still have a choice, but it almost feels inevitable. And, you know, it's a really valid question. And I really do feel we, we're, we're coming into an, another vibration where we are going to be pushed to change. We are going to be pushed to truly understand why we're here, how we're going to serve, how we're going to serve, shine our light. And I do feel, I do really think that we are, the change will continue. It'll just be a different sort of change. I feel that. I, I mean, I, I, for me, it's been so much change in <clears throat> the last several years that there's also kind of an acceptance that things are going to continue to shift and an acceptance that I don't know what that looks like. You know, isn't that interesting? Part of it is because you chose to change though, right? Part of it is, you know, there's, there's a story you tell in your book about um, being in the, Grocery store car park. We call it car park. What do you call it in the US? The grocery store parking lot. Parking lot, that's it. So we, in the UK, we call it parking and car park. But where you're in, where are you in the grocery parking lot and you you made that decision to serve. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you have that solid base of your why that you're here to know, to heal, to serve, that in many ways allows you to embrace the change. Mm-hmm. Even though if I asked you, well, 
I know I've asked you with this with the book, but with this everything you went through the divorce, if I I don't know, spoke to you in April before before everything started and said, Say this is what you're gonna to have to go through. This is the next ten months, would you still have made the same decision? Oh my gosh. I I don't know. That's such a good question because I everything is still new. Like I've I haven't even been in the condo a week. Um, I'm getting to know this version of me and it has been hard. Like what the last, you know, 10 months plus <laughs> has been hard and it would have been terrifying if I knew it ahead of time. And if I pushed you for an answer, do you think you still would have done it? I think my soul wouldn't have let me stay where I was. So to push you a little bit, yes, you would have still made the same decision. Probably. Probably. Interesting. Because yeah. I asked you the same question about the book. Yeah. And we had no idea the steps involved. And you you had no idea how many times you'd have to re-record it to live the pain. I remember you saying you know, maybe you were too. Mm -hmm. But again, maybe the universe didn't want you to think too far ahead and just take one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it would have freaked us out. So, um... And that's one of the things that I am really working on, and that is like being more present and in the now instead of trying to anticipate 20 steps ahead. Um. I, the universe keeps pushing me to take that lesson and integrate it. And um, it's it's a big goal for me right now to, to get more in that space. Yeah, so if we go through the steps, having a strong enough why and knowing why you're changing is a big part of it. Mm -hmm. And also part of what you just said in terms of embracing the change is embracing the moment. Mm -hmm. knowing that you can't you, have, you know none of us well i haven't got a time machine so i can't go back and change the past future hasn't we hasn't arrived yet so all we really have control over is ourselves and what we do in this moment mm -hmm. and what if to embrace change we could just focus on that knowing that if we do the right thing in this moment then yes there'll be a memory tomorrow will take care of itself would change be easier Yes. So again, the steps. How is strong and why? Mm -hmm. Focusing on this moment. And, you know, we started at the beginning by saying change is inev inevitable. So <laughs> the more we fight change, the more it's going to grow and going to happen anyway. So again, having a strong enough why, focusing the moment, and if we can, make the change early in the process. Mm -hmm. It all starts to then kind of, because it's like sometimes we, we we have these terms, you know, we embracing change, oh my God, change is hard, and, you know, we have this paradigm. But it's like, if you start to break it down, what does change mean to you? Then maybe it becomes simpler. 
And maybe if you go back and think about the biggest change that you've gone through in your life, how does that feel on the other side? Mm-hmm. And maybe change isn't as scary as we think it is. And if you think about the last three years, I mean, none of us predicted that we'd all be you know, in some sort of lockdown, not allowed to you know, be restricted in our movement, etc. Um, you know, now we're embracing a new world, a new being, and that's change. Change is the only constant. And if you t- just take a moment and feel the changes happening around us, this isn't going to stop. So we could pretend and just say, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change, I'm not gonna change. But what if that makes life even more difficult for us? Mm-hmm. And so let me ask you, Stace, on the other side of change, ten months ago, whatever it was, when you left the UK, you landed here, and you you had no idea that that night was gonna be the last night in your dream home. And now if you go through that journey and you come to today, you're in your condo, in your space. You've been on the journey to get here. How does it feel? You used to be able to make me cry, ask any questions, and here you go again. Um, It's a gift, I'll expand it. Right. Um, it feels scary and beautiful all at the same time. And it's interesting. I've seen you over the last few days more and more embracing the energy of the space. And a big part of it was things like putting the crystals around and, you know, kind of. So how do you do with the fear of the change and do it anyway? Um, I just, all of it feels like I'm going to cry. <laughs> All of it has just felt so divinely guided. Um, Every aspect of it has just felt So, like, God-led. Like, I, I don't know how else to explain it. I had no idea that I would be in my own space, um, but knew I wanted that. Uh, had no idea how it was going to happen. And, like, every step of the process, it was like another door opened and another door opened. And so I just kind of kept going. Um, I believe so much in the work that we do. I believe that 
there are a lot of people who are lost, like just lost. I believe a lot of those people like go to church or to synagogue um, or any of the other many names of the places of worship seeking something that we help them awaken within themselves. And I spent so many years like not getting it. And now that I get it, I want to help other people get it, you know? That's what we do on this podcast too, right? Right. And so for me, like, I have to do that in a space where I feel safe because whether it's clubhouse or it's a podcast or it's mentorship or like any of the many things that we do to serve, like I need a space where I can give on the level that we give that feels like mine, you know? And so it's just really, it's really, uh, it's really powerful to see what happens when you put your all into something, you know, you're like, when you say, okay, I'm going to do this, God, like you're showing me, this is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to do it. And kind of like watching how it unfolds. So, um, thanks for making me cry. (laughs) You're you're welcome. Right. I mean, interesting enough, before we started this episode, we talked about laughing and crying on this episode. And you you even said, I think I'm going to be crying on this episode. So yes. Well, well, because the thing is, is like, I, I, I teeter between in this conversation because when you're in a space where we'll say where I was, where I was not seen and I was not heard and I was not being true to myself and like when you're in that space and you you have the choice of okay either I'm going to stay in this or I'm going to leave and if I leave what is that going to look like you might you might not be ready to hear like the way that that I like went through this (laughs) but I had to feel the fear and do it anyway I mean I mean that that's really what it comes down to I had to feel the fear and I had to freaking do it anyway. And that's part of it though, right? Yes, it's a huge part of it. Because if there was no fear, then would you feel the magnitude of the change and would you fully embrace it? Right. And just, you know, to, again, turning to our listeners, when you find the thing that you really, your soul really enjoys and you, doesn't stop the change being scary, but it allows you to embrace the change. So this is as you think about it, what is what are you being called to do? What is what what is the thing that you truly like your soul? And if you if I was to ask you, what do you want to do on a day-to-day basis? Because so many of us have a job and we work, but it just feels, you know, but actually what our passion is is something different. And what if you could embrace your passion and turn that into 
something that sustains you in this life. Because that's really the conversation we're having. And it's just, you know, Stacey's sharing a lot about who she is at a deep level. But if we think about it from your perspective, we all have that passion in us. And that is what we do, right? Stacey's already talked about it. That's what we do in our mentorship program is we truly connect people to who they are. And just, you know, it's just so beautiful. So that was something interesting. Let us know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's really fascinating to go through all of this change, like such significant change. Friends, like nothing about my life looks the way that it did like a year ago. And um, it has been so uncomfortable. But then like I think about getting in bed in my space and it just, it feels so good to be in my energy, you know, and to, to feel like we have the blessing of sitting in a space that I live in now and do this so podcast together. You know, it's, it's just, there's moments of like, just seeing the significance of it and, and what, what God is capable of, you know? I mean, really. It's true. I mean, God, one of the phrases you use in, in your book that you heard is, you know, asking God to show up and show off. Mm -hmm. And I really do feel that God has showed off here recently, right? I mean, the move into this place was, I've never known any any move to happen so quickly with, in one day, all the boxes pretty much were unpacked. You were, mm -hmm. you know, you, you got pictures hanging up, the TV's working, all that sort of stuff is, will happen in one day right how mm -hmm. many people take weeks to move if you were to um advise our listeners on how to embrace change because maybe i can just feel some of our listeners are halfway through or midway through and it just feels like it's a whirlwind of change you know you felt that right you felt there's so much change happening around you that you didn't feel any any, any control but now you've come to the other side and of course there's still more changes it's just you know change is the only constant that's going to but to a certain extent you come through that other side of that cycle this cycle in terms of so what would you advise someone that maybe isn't at the end of a cycle isn't the other cycle so oh my gosh I feel like I'm still in it right like I still feel like the tornado is settling from moving and it does feel like a tornado and everything's settled in a different spot and now I have to figure it out. And so I would still say, I feel like I'm in it. Um, but I would say, I would say you have to show up for yourself in some way every day. Like, I, you know, we were talking earlier about, like, I did my makeup, but, like, something in every day that you do for you. So it comes up in every episode, having a strong self-care routine. Yeah. Which truly lifts your soul, which could include movement, which could include doing your makeup, which could include, you know, meditation, whatever mm -hmm. that is. So having a solid self-care routine is pretty. Yeah, I would say the self-care. And then, and I would say, and it's okay if the self-care isn't at the level 
that it normally would be. When you're in the midst of, of chaos, it's understandable if the self-care is limited, but, as long but as it you needs do, to least, exist. Yeah. It needs to exist. And then um, I would say lean into whatever support you can. Like there's a time to be prideful and there's a time to be humble. And when you're in a season of change, I believe there are people that are like placing your life there to help you, but you have to be willing to ask and say like, I, I, I need help doing this. Right. Um, because we've talked about, you and I have talked about like the amount of support that has like been around me and I'm not going to start crying again, dude. Really? Really. I mean, it feels but, amazing though, right? But like, that's what I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Like the way that people have shown up for me and I, and I'm talking like in, in any way, I mean, I've had people like send me DMS and like, how's the move going? Or like, I've had people say like, oh, you know, I read your book or like, you know, there's, it's been all different but, kinds but I, of things. I don't want to, I don't want to miss the important thing. Cause you even went on your stories and said, if anyone's local and they can help me with the move. So you asked. Yes, I definitely asked. I definitely was like, I, yeah, I need help. Um, and it was like, all of that just is so like supportive during a time that is going to feel uncomfortable and scary and all those things. Like, um, I just feel like you have to lean into, into those people. So your advice, at least one of the bits would be to, to ask. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, you've got to ask humanly the people around you, Mm -hmm. but I feel it's also important to ask your guides, your soul family, whether it's God, source, whatever you believe in, ask to show off too right mm-hmm. it's that um you know like i have conversation with god all the time you know god i'm, I'm doing this i'm taking this leap of faith mm-hmm. please hold my space as 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 i as i take on this journey those sort of things are just as important it's just of course you know whatever you want to look at your god source your guides love you unconditionally but in many ways you have to ask Mm-hmm. And you have to allow people humanly to help you and to allow them in. At the same time, you need to be open to magic happening around you to truly feel the magic of the chain. Mm-hmm. And as you and I asked you, how do you feel on the other side of the change? And you said, well, I'm still going through it. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever be at a point where you think you'd be through this cycle? Yes. But just like with everything else, I think I've got to get clearer with the universe about what I want, you know, that to look like. Like, what is that? Um, But if we're focused on the boat and the moment embracing the, in many ways, it's interesting when you when you have the balance between truly having a vision for the future mm-hmm. and embracing the moment. I just feel there needs to be if if you're 
there just needs to be some flexibility in your vision for the future to allow an even better future to come along. Hundred percent. So it's like, but you've got a man. But but we want to. You want to do. You want to do a. You want to be intentional in the present moment, like grateful and present in this moment. But there's also got to be that. What do I want to manifest? Right. Like there's, there's gotta be, there's, it's like a dance. It's like a perfect dance that needs to be orchestrated between these two things because we want to be present and in this moment and embracing that and and conscious and feeling it. And we want to be clear in. And that, and that's interesting. How often do we focus on the change rather than what the change is going to bring us? Because so often we get wrapped up in the change itself but do we allow ourselves to feel the magic of what life would look like after the change? Mm-hmm. Do we give ourselves permission to dream? Again, that would be my advice to listeners too, is think about the change that you think is so daunting and break it down and understand why you're doing the change. But also consider what does it look like after the change? What is the joy? What is the benefit? What is it going to happen in your life on the other side of that change? So let me ask you that, Stace. On the other side of the change of everything you've been through, what does it mean for you now? Um, what do I want it to mean? I mean, I want I want it to mean um, peace, and I want it to mean um, having my own space, my own identity. I want it to mean that we're able to reach more people. I want to, I want it to mean that I get to do this work for the rest of my life. Isn't it interesting? So some people's interpretation of peace, maybe the things are a bit slower in a bit, but then on the flip side, you said, love everything we do and you want to help as many people as we can what if that means you're going to be busy so i think peace is an inside job um and and i i just know that the work that we do is life-changing and I I know that 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 the book is a part of that, and I know that the podcast is part of that. Like I just I just know. So, so your peace and so my peace comes in when I get to do the work. Like yeah. that's that's where my peace is. Nice. So it means that when you're doing here what you what you're here to do, you find that inner peace of knowing. Yes. And. Um, how comfortable do you think you can get there? Because I feel, I really feel the universe is going to continue to push and expand us in ways so we can do the thing that you said at the beginning, which is to reach more people. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how that looks like. Right now, we know it's the podcast. We know it's mentorship. We know it's Clubhouse. And I know we mentioned a Clubhouse a couple of times for those Clubhouses and all you app. Um, that really gives gave us the platform to speak and to speak our truth is how, where I met Stacey. So something we'd always recommend. Um, but Stacey, as we close out, and I've, I think we've already given lots of nuggets, but as we close out this episode, 
and I'm going to ask you to for some general prompts. But is there anything you want to share about embracing change? I mean, I think I've shared it. Yeah. I think I've gone deep today and kind of thought maybe I would, but wasn't 100% sure. Um, but I would say, what do you want to change would be my first journal prompt question. What do you want to change? And I'm leaving it very open like that because for some people it might be something in their physical world. For some people it might be something emotional or relationship. Like it, it, for everybody it's gonna be different. So what do you want to change? And then my next question would be, what step can you take today to make that happen? Nice. And I just had a third one in terms of what's the biggest change you've been through in your life and what did it feel like on the other side of that change? Because maybe that helps you to realize it's not as daunting as it may seem. Mm -hmm. Stace, I love, love, love this sharing this space with you. Um, recording in person is amazing. And it adds to that to that to that blessing um i love this podcast just the messages we get and just just feel so natural just having these conversations so thank you thank you thank you to all our listeners thank you for all the feedback we love getting that feedback please do rate and review uh, the podcast on whatever whatever platform you use and um you know, if there's any topics you'd like us to cover in the future let us know if you do want to know more about what we do, we do uh, spiritual mentorship. We do a 12-week program that goes super, super deep. We also do things like a cashier record, a cashier record training, a cashier record is a record of everything your soul has been through. We also offer one-off coaching calls. So just to kind of really kind of accelerate your growth and maybe that's something to start with. There's so many things we offer. We love to give. We, we love what we do. So reach out to us if you want to know more. And um our social media details are always up there in the show notes. Um, Stacy's book was recently released. Again, I normally include a link to buy that in the show notes. It's available in all countries, um, paperback, Kindle, Audible. Yeah, so we love this space. And Stacey, I love sharing this space with you. I'd love for you to close us out. Thanks, everybody, for being here with us. This podcast is such a joy, and we love bringing it to you. As Nims was saying, we always love your feedback. Can't wait to see you next week. Sending love and light to all. Bye for now.